RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. Major changes to the rules covering income protection insurance have been proposed by APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority. What does this mean to surgeons and what can you do before the policies take effect on April 1st this year? Michael Waycott, a director of the Bongiorno Group, discusses the sweeping changes to income protection insurance with Chris Ashmore. We knew that there was something in the works mid last year, but the regulator in APRA, which is the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, sent out a letter on the 2nd of December 2019 outlining what the changes will be and the effective date for when those changes will come in. And they're they're affecting what's called disability income insurance, which is more commonly known as income protection insurance. So why is it happening? What's the background behind all this? So the background behind uh, the proposed changes, which I'll get to shortly, are that over the last five years, the industry has reported losses in excess of $3 billion. Now, what the major change on income protection policies is going to be agreed policies that are written after the 1st of April will no longer be agreed policies. And the question you'll ask me is, what is an agreed policy? Basically, what it means is, is that when you've applied for an income protection insurance cover, And as part of that application, you're providing substantiating information on what income you're earning. And usually it's two tax returns. And that will support the monthly benefit that you're applying for. So at the time of application, it's been read and agreed to by the insurance company to cover you for that monthly benefit. So therefore, it's basically rubber stamped. And in future, if you've got a claim on that policy... There's no questions asked at time of claim on what income you are earning because it's been an agreed policy agreed to some years earlier or a period earlier and the monthly benefit is then payable. Now, what these changes mean is an income protection policy written after the 1st of April, they're no longer offering agreed policies and what it will revert to is what's called an indemnity policy. There's a couple of dates in here, Chris, that are really critical and One of these dates is the 1st of April 2020, obviously, but also there's further changes afoot that are likely to come into effect on the 1st of July 2021. So if you have an indemnity policy written after the 1st of April 2020 and you do have a claim on that policy, what the insurance company will then do is take the best 12 months out of the last three years and apply the monthly benefit to those earnings, and that's what you'll be paid on, mm-hmm. okay? If you're paying a premium on that level of monthly benefit in your existing policy. So there are further changes coming, and what we've since found out is that Australia is one of the few developed countries in the world that are still offering agreed policies, and I think females were probably going to be affected more so between male and female with these changes coming in the 1st of April. Why is that? Well, I'll give you an example. So, and I just might point out at this time, Chris, that 
all agreed income protection policies that are in force up to the 31st of March 2020 will be grandfathered. Now, what that means is, is that they'll be honoured. They won't be changed. So these changes coming in at 1 April, as long as it's in force before the 31st of March 2020, then they won't be changed. Now, getting back to my comment regarding females. So let's say a female specialist has an uh, equivalent income to support a $20,000 a month benefit payment and the policy's been in force for some time. And let's say that same female decides to start a family and potentially take 12 months off maternity leave. So if there was a claim, there was a medical condition which meant that there was a claim on her income protection policy and wasn't connected to the pregnancy, then that monthly benefit is likely to be paid regardless of the fact that not working at that time and 12 months on maternity leave. Now, if that same policy was written after the 1st of April 2020, it reverts to then what's called an indemnity policy. So you need to prove you're earning that level of income at time of claim, or they take the last 12 months on what income you've earned over the last 12 months to determine your monthly benefit. So the payout, if you're earning zero, could potentially be zero or could be a diminished amount as a monthly benefit. And that's the impact of the changes coming through and moving away from agreed policies to indemnity policies. Mm. Well, the 1st of April really isn't that far away, Michael. What can surgeons do between now and then? Well, you're right, Chris, there's not a lot of time left, but certainly surgeons that haven't looked at their policies and those that maybe have just obtained their fellowship and looking at increasing their level of cover is to really get in and see their financial advisor quick smart to ensure that they've got appropriate levels of cover. We're only going to get one shot at this, Chris, and we need to ensure that those that have the ability to have agreed policies in force between now and the 31st of March, they do so quickly or even increasing their policies would be advisable that they do that now as it's I can't see them going back on this and forever and a day income protection policies are likely to be indemnity from the 1st of April moving forward after that. So get in and see your financial advisor and review your policies is the strong message. Michael Waycott, Director, the Bongiorno Group. As this general advice has been prepared without taking account of your objectives, financial situation or needs, you should consider the appropriateness of this advice before acting on it. If this general advice relates to acquiring a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement before deciding to acquire the product. RAC's Post-Op Podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 311.